Hello, everyone, and welcome into another episode of the University College Podcast. Thank you so much for joining us. I'm your host, Brandon Apter. I'm the social media and marketing specialist at University College. So a lot been going on within our college over the past couple of months, so uh, we apologize for the gap in episodes, but really looking forward to bringing you some great and unique stories in the coming weeks and months on our students, our staff, and some of our faculty as well. We have a lot of new uh, staff members in advising, a lot of new faculty members across our college, and obviously a lot of new students going through our programs, taking advantage of our academic support initiatives, whether it be supplemental instruction or the Smart Center or English as a Second Language Center. But uh, yeah, a lot of exciting stuff going on within University College, and we are excited to share all of that with you as it happens in the coming weeks and months. As always, to find out more information on the degrees, programs, academic support initiatives, academic engagement that goes on within University College, please visit us online at uc.kennesaw.edu. You can also follow us on Twitter and Instagram at UC at KSU. That's the at sign UCATKSU. So for this episode, we are going to be joined by another first-generation owl here at Kennesaw State University, Hazel Lika. She is a student at Kennesaw State University majoring in sociology. So join the show to talk about her unique background and and story, how she got to Kennesaw State, what the first-gen experience has been like for her, and how the courses within University College, uh, specifically the first-year seminar, have helped her adjust to the college lifestyle. Now she's a peer leader in one of the learning communities for that class in the Department of First-Year and Transition Studies that we have, Um, and now she's getting to be a leader and set an example for people that were in the situation she was when she came into school as a freshman. So without any further delay, please enjoy my conversation with Hazel Lika, a junior sociology major here at Kennesaw State. All right, everybody, welcome back into the University College podcast. Right now, I am very happy to be joined by a first-generation student here at Kennesaw State, uh, Hazel Lika working towards her Bachelor of Science in Sociology. Hazel, thanks for taking some time after Hi. your class to join the show. How are you doing? I'm doing just fine. Thank you for asking. Now you walked in the uh, into my office with uh, a cello. How long have you been playing cello for? Since middle school. I picked it up sixth grade. Um, it's been an amazing journey ever since. I think it's the best instrument there is. <laughs> Is there a specific type of music that you like playing the most? or? Um, I think just playing in general gets really gets me going, gets my mind off of things. Okay. Yeah. Cool, yeah. I know uh, I wasn't really in the orchestra when I was going through grade school. I played okay. the trumpet. But uh, when I went through college and a little bit after college, there's an a cappella group called Pentatonics, and they oh, have yeah, yeah. a uh, guy who cello beatboxes. And ever since then, what? I've been listening to a lot of cello stuff so oh my gosh it's that's good awesome. stuff yeah i'll have to play you one of his tracks after i after would love finish. to hear that but, okay honestly. back to business you know <laughs> uh so again appreciate you taking some time out of your day to come here mm-hmm. you're not the first first generation student that we've spoken to uh but if if we've learned anything from any 
of the first-gen students we've talked to so far, each person seems to have a different process or story with regard to how they got to college and what it took to get there. So for you, uh, why don't you tell our listeners where you're from and what first got you into the mindset of wanting to pursue college? Sure. I'm from Grayson. That's in Gwinnett County. That's where I grew up. Um, Ever since I was little, you know, my mom just was like, you guys are going to college get an education. She didn't go to college. So I think that was the main thing that was she wanted to push on her kids was going to college. So that was the main focus coming out of high school. Um, the reason I chose Kennesaw, I don't know. I think I, it was just something. It was just the school that I resonated with the most. I had a lot of friends that went here. And so I visited the campus often. And I just felt at home. I really wanted to do like the campus lifestyle. Whereas in if I were to go to like Georgia State, I'd be like straight in the city and I, I, th- I didn't think that was something I was ready for quite yet right, so yeah. I thought um, that was definitely one of the main factors and it's essentially like how far it is from home like I didn't want to be that far so it was either right. Georgia, I mean yeah Georgia State or Kennesaw really. Do you commute or do you live on campus? I do live on campus okay. yeah but I occasionally make the drive back home. Like, so you're getting the, the full college experience I know a lot of people at Kennesaw are commuters so oh, how has yes. been the experience for you I guess from living at home I know it's I know it's not that far, but mm-hmm. how has the adjustment for you been from living at home and the high school experience to now living kind of on your own and getting to experience the full college lifestyle? At first, it was really scary. Um, I didn't know what to expect, but I think it's it's definitely gotten easier. Um, at first, I was just really nervous, always calling my mom every weekend, really. <laughs> I mean, and then just like, well, with everything and anything, like just asking her questions, asking her questions, even if she didn't really... No, like with FAFSA, FAFSA and everything's like that. But mm-hmm. um, I still was just like, Mom, help. Like, <laughs> but I think as it, like as I um, got into it more and like as the years kind of passed, I was like more comfortable and with being more independent right. and everything. Now, now you're a year, a couple years into your college experience. So looking back on when you were a freshman, what was some of the toughest things to adjust to and how did you go about adjusting to those things? Um, time management. I was very um, nervous about that because I knew I had to, like coming into college, I was going to have to work as well. Now, my first year in college, I didn't work. And I think that was what helped out a lot was mm-hmm. just focusing on, you know, getting my class schedule down and just doing homework and doing other things like working out and stuff that I still want to do, but also making sure my priorities are straight. Um, I think that helped out a lot. Then mm-hmm. the second year came around and I was like, okay, now I can add on a job and I right. can work. Yeah, now one of the, the classes that our college, University College specifically offers uh, is the first year seminar, which you're involved with a little bit now with one of the learning communities, which yeah. we'll talk about a little bit later. But for that class specifically, I know we've mentioned it a couple times on previous episodes of the show, but it, it gives you an opportunity to you know, feel comfortable in your own shoes, do different projects. So what was that class like for you? And how did that help, I guess, enhance the adjustment process and the transition from where you were to to where you are after your freshman year? Yeah, I think it helped so much. I'm very, very thankful for that class. There's still, I mean, there's still the group me that we have and we all talk every once in a while, you know, but I think it helped out a lot. It, It makes it easier to go through the process with people that are in the same exact boat as you you can have the same conversations and everything you relate to a lot of the same stuff so that definitely makes it a lot easier and it makes it easier to ask questions I feel like that's the main problem with a lot of um 
first-generation students, it makes it harder for them to ask questions if right. they're not in an environment like that. So I think that helped a lot. Yeah, because when you get to a new environment, it's kind of you're in that mindset of being maybe too nervous yeah, to ask a question. But in the end, it's, you ask a question and it doesn't really matter. Exactly. You're helping other first, people, but too. But once you get along the process, especially in that class, doing the different projects, again, it helps you become more comfortable yeah. as, as an owl. For sure, right. Um, so specifically the first-generation community at Kennesaw State, uh, it seems to be a really close-knit of people who have unique backgrounds and different demographics. So um, how did you go about finding about the first-gen owls? How has it helped you adjust to the college experience uh, so far? I think it's made it a lot easier. Um, you know, like I said, having friends that are in the same boat as you and everything, going through the same stuff, and you can – have at least one person to go back and talk to about something and then say, yeah, I know, I've experienced the same thing. That just makes it a whole lot easier emotionally, mm-hmm. right? really, and that's what's most important in college is like being emotionally stable, mentally stable and everything. Um, and seeing familiar faces on campus and such makes it a lot easier. You don't feel like it's just you at a college. It's like you right. at a school with friends. It's not just kind of you in the school. Yeah. So for first gen students that might be listening, but have not really stumbled upon the first gen owls organization, what types of events do you guys have that might help somebody be able to be like, okay, you know, I'm comfortable coming to this and seeing if or how I fit into this group of people. We do a lot of meetings and um, events like it'll be like small group work and then we'll um, do like activities, but it's a lot of like group it's, I don't know, you have to be really open to doing it in order to, for it to be beneficial. <laughs> at first, it might be uncomfortable. At first, exactly. It's like icebreaker games. Exactly. At first, you're just right. like, oh, well, this is stupid. Like right. And then especially since the, um, sometimes the groups can be very small. There, there can only be like five people that show up to a right. meeting or, you know, even smaller than that. So you have to be comfortable enough with yourself to be um, able to communicate with those people in those times. Right. Yeah. And I think it's so important too, like communication early in your college career. And as you kind of go on to sophomore, junior, senior, Mm -hmm. it becomes more and more of a thing that you realize the importance of it. And then, you know, the professional world, of course, you know, I'm sure you've worked in different volunteer organizations and stuff like that. And it's really integral that communication is, you know, making, making sure everybody's on the same page and stuff like that so it's one of those skills that you don't think will necessarily be important but then Mm -hmm. ends up being pretty important anywhere you go yeah it depends on how you view it like what you put in is what you get out of it yeah so so going going along with the first generation student community and everything uh in our first year and transition studies department uh there's a first generation specific learning community and you are a peer leader for them so how did that opportunity come about for you and what would you say that you enjoy most about getting to be a leader and setting an, an example for students that are in a similar position to you when you started off at KSU um after I took the um, classes and everything, I just realized, you know, this was a fun experience. How do I stay involved with it more? And so I spoke with my teacher about it, and she was like, well, if you want, like, you can um, sit in my classes, be a peer leader for my students, you know, the following semester, the following year, whatever it was at the time. 
But um, it, it feels really good to be that kind of like bridge between the students and the teacher because oftentimes it's really hard to kind of talk to a teacher about certain stuff or even just s simple stuff like asking them questions. I don't know. There's, it's a form of intimidation. Right, so I yeah. feel like if um, I'm there to help the students, you know, communicate whatever they want to this teacher or at least just make it easier for them to be like, well, you could, you know, you could ask the professor if you really wanted to, but I'll help you do that, you right. know? So I feel like it makes me feel really good to be that person for a lot of students. And and what was the process like to become a peer leader for students that might be tuning into this and have interest in, in doing what you're doing, whether it be with a first-gen learning, learning community or a different community within that department? Yeah, so after speaking with my professor, I went and spoke with um, the people in the Student Center for Student Leadership and Services Department, and they kind of walked me through the whole process. It's an interview process. You interview with a group of people. You interview um, by yourself and everything. It's like levels. It gets you interview yeah, experience. Yeah, exactly. Never a bad thing. Of course, and which has helped me out. It like. Yeah. Later on in life, actually, which I'm so thankful for. But yeah, it's a process kind of intimidating, but also very exciting because, you know, it's something you're not it's not going to be the last time you experience something like that. Right, yeah. So um, definitely worth trying to do. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of hard because as you go through the process and you see like some people, you know, don't make it on to the next round. You're like, oh, yeah. it's kind of upsetting, but definitely, definitely an experience worth yeah, when it comes to the interview process, that's obviously something that everybody's going to experience mm -hmm. when they're looking for jobs. So what would you say when you first interviewed for a peer leader position was the most intimidating part? And now after you've experienced, how do you think that you're going to work on improving that moving forward? Definitely um, just kind of ex not uh, not understanding, oh, no, not expecting what other people are going to say. And yeah. like, especially with group interviews, you kind of like expect, oh, well, they're saying a lot. Like, maybe I have to speak up more. Like, maybe I should. You kind of base your performance on them. And I think that's something I've definitely learned. And um, I realized that I just kind of have to focus on myself. It's not necessarily um, working to like, working up to someone else's level and everything right, within yeah. a, within a group setting. So that was something I really had to realize and understand that it's just me in the interview. Yeah, you not, can prepare a lot for an yeah. interview, but once you sit down and, and kind of read the room, it might make things a little a bit little different, different exactly. from, from that perspective, mm -hmm. for sure. So um, when it comes to interviews, before you go into an interview, you, you normally send a resume. You know, this isn't an interview. Correct. Well, I guess it's kind of an interview, what yeah. we're doing here. So this was my segue to your resume. And one of the things that stuck out to me uh, was your experience conducting research in Morocco and studying the significance of African culture in Peru. So talk about how those experiences have helped you grow as a student here and what you enjoyed most about them. And you know, even on top of that, if you plan to use those experience to maybe what you want to do it, as your career. Oh, my goodness. It was life changing. I had never been out of the country before. So Peru was definitely a trip to remember, even Morocco, of course. But I just remember Peru being that much more impactful just because I was like, this is my first time leaving the United States. Like, <laughs> whoa, what is happening right now? Um, definitely, again, intimidating everything in life can be but it made me feel so empowered like I was just on top of the world and I can so do like anything daunting but educational yes for sure for sure I was very um it was very calming spiritually too because I got some time to you know um 
settle in with myself and understand and appreciate the time that I was spending there as well. So there's a lot of emotions, um, but I think they were all worth experiencing at the time. Great. So wanna, you are majoring in sociology. Now, there are Great. a lot of different paths that you can take with a major in sociology. So what led you to want to study that? And what do you, at this point, obviously, there's still a lot to figure mm -hmm. out between now and, and when you're expected to graduate in 2021. Um, but what do you hope to accomplish? Do you have any ideas as to what you might want to do job wise? I think um, initially, if I'm being honest, I just chose sociology because it was a broad enough um, degree to pursue and you know still have some leeway as to where I want to go in my life right um but as I started taking classes and everything I became much more interested and felt like this was something I was I could potentially do for the right. rest of my life but as of right now I still do not know exactly where I want to go or where I intend to take um this degree but I think that you know getting involved on campus and studying abroad and things like that are just as important as yeah. getting in as doing to help me figure out what I want to do yeah, later on in life. <laughs> yeah. As to what you might want so to as, do. I think that's what I'm just doing right now is just kind of exploring and yeah. seeing what really catches my eye. Cause even just recently I picked up the cello again. It's yeah. been, it's been a couple years since I I've done it. And I think I just wanted to dabble in it again, just to see if it was something I really enjoyed again. So just kind of experimenting. Yeah, it's certainly always good to have options. And that's one of the great things about the college experience. It's where you get to choose who you are, yeah. more or less. Um, so to, to wrap, wrap things up before I let you go, being a first-gen student is a challenge for, for many students across the country, not just at Kennesaw, not just yeah. in Georgia. Uh, so what would you say to those who might be weary about exploring college and what it has to offer that might be a first-gen student? I think it's just a matter of putting your best foot forward, being confident in yourself enough to try things, try new things, even if they're hard, even if you may look or may look or feel silly about it. Um, yeah. It's just worth trying and everyone makes mistakes and don't, don't be afraid to ask questions. Always ask questions. <laughs> I feel like that's the best kind of um, advice I can give to someone is just ask questions. If you don't know, ask for help. It's okay. All right. Awesome. Hazel, I appreciate you again coming in and uh, wish you best of luck Yay. moving forward here at KSU. This is so exciting. Thank you.